This is episode 26 of The Modern Recordist and another edition of the 15-Minute Mixdown. This is the podcast where we explore how to design and live your life as an extraordinary artistic visionary, discussing inspiring and creative ideas around making music and art that creates an impact in the world. On this podcast, we sit down with musicians, songwriters, artists, producers, and all manner of artistic visionaries to learn exactly what we have to do and who we have to be to create meaning and live out our artistic visions. I'm your host, John Stinson, a Nashville-based producer and recording engineer, a collector of experiences, a lifelong learner, a lifelong teacher, and an artistic visionary in my own right. And I welcome you to episode 26 and this week's edition of the 15-Minute Mixdown. These are the shorter 15-minute episodes where I run solo here in the studio for a short bit. I'm going guest-free today. I'm digging in on an idea or two that's been on my mind recently, and so I want to jump right into it. How big are you thinking, and might you be able to think bigger? Straight away, this is a brainstorm. Starting out, I don't have a clear answer on exactly how to think bigger, but I do have an idea on on, uh, how to start, which is by asking some questions. Are you thinking of what you do in terms of the significance and impact you're creating? When you contemplate your life and your line of work, do you think about the ultimate end result and impact you're creating in the world or simply about how cool or popular your music and your image will be? Are you focusing inward at the right times and outward at the right times? Or do you have that backwards? Do you think about what legacy you will leave behind? What meaning and significance you will create with people? What lives you will empower? What lives you will save? Or do you resolve that that kind of thinking is only for world leaders and global charities? Do you give yourself credit for being a creator that actually saves lives, has uh, a positive impact in the world, gets people thinking in constructive ways and contemplating their existence in the world? Do you give yourself credit for bringing awareness to people such that they begin asking healthy and constructive questions, asking themselves how they can contribute to the greater good? As a music creator, do you give yourself credit for having a significant power of influence and a message that has impact? Do you acknowledge that what you are creating right now, the music you are working on, has the power to affect people for better or worse? Do you acknowledge this, create from that place, and steep intention into your music from the very outset of its creation? Or do you simply create without much thought given to what the end result will be as it relates to the world? Do you limit yourself by thinking the music you create is just for fun and doesn't really have too much real influence? Are you only thinking about how cool you will look to others when they hear your music and watch you performing it? Do you only think about what music critics will say about your music? Do you only think about how many copies you will sell of your album or how many radio stations will play your single? 
Do you only think about how many downloads or streams you will get? Do you only think about how much attention you will get on social media? Do you only think about how many people will come out to your show and scream for you? In reality, I find that with myself, along with most other music creators, it's a bit of a combination of both, which is totally reasonable. And in the not-too-distant past, I've been a little more focused on the what's-in-it-for-me part, what I would describe as thinking small. With me, this came from a place that was not so much narcissistic as it was a place of low self-worth. I reflected on what I did in the studio as work that was not really all that important. Just some dudes playing with uh, distortion pedals and plugging in guitars and jamming guitar riffs and trying to be at the top of the food chain in the cool economy. Um, just generally kind of playing around and, and creating some gritty music that made an artistically aesthetic statement something that some people might listen to when they get together with their friends at a pool party or some people might play on the jukebox at a bar or you know people would post about on social media to me there were people out there in the world with real struggles and living in life-threatening conditions People who needed real help from truly impactful people that made a real difference. And to me, that was the kind of thing that firefighters or police officers or doctors or global leaders and innovative technologists did, not rock bands with distortion pedals. To me, the kind of thing I did was so far up the hierarchy of needs that it was kind of not really all that important to the survival of humanity or something that could be thought of in terms of saving lives. And to my defense, this was kind of the atmosphere that we all sort of fell into in the studio. For a long time, there was never too much of a focus on what the end result would be in terms of significance and impact in the world, at least in the way that I've specifically described. When I jumped in the studio with other music creators to record an album, there weren't too many in-depth discussions vi visualizing how people's lives would be influenced by the music. It was all more of a generally accepted and unspoken understanding that what we were creating was something privileged people could enjoy in their free time. And, you know, let me be totally clear, all that is true, Creating music is things like getting as many downloads as possible, being the top feature on the coolest blog, being the band that everyone posts about on social media, and selling out every show and festival you play across the world to a sea of screaming fans. Basically, yes, we were and still very much are creating something that people who already have their basic needs met can ride around in their cars and listen to as they enjoy themselves in their free time. But it's not just those things. And I'm suggesting that we could and should be thinking bigger as music creators. I'm suggesting that we reframe how we think about our metrics of influence. Because making some good cash and having a ton of fans that talk about you all the time is definitely positive feedback that 
you should be striving for and paying attention to, but perhaps there's an opportunity to think about it in terms of how much empowerment, positive influence, thought-provoking messages, joy, and significance you're creating with as many people as possible. Here's perhaps a way to more practically connect the dots and think about all this. If no one is coming to see you play, downloading your music, or otherwise talking about you, if no one is inviting you out to join them on tour, if no one is giving you accolades and praise for creating something extraordinary, if you're not turning a profit with the music you're creating, then presumably you are not creating meaning and significance with people. Those are definitely metrics to think about and have a focus on as the ultimate goal as you live out your artistic vision should be to have fun, be impactful, and make a profit. So this brainstorm's going pretty good, I think, yeah? Let's keep digging into all this and unpacking it to see what other ideas we can pull out around where we might be thinking small and ways we can think bigger. There's so much potential to create abundance in the world through harnessing the power of music and art. The downloads, money, and fame should be thought of as byproducts, points of reference by which to gauge how much significance you're creating in the world. The ultimate goal should be to create as much significance as possible. So yes, you should be paying attention to how much money you are making, downloads you are getting, fans you have, and all those typical markers for success. But not solely for the sake of having more, getting more, and having the biggest influence of cool. You should think of these things as points of reference to give you perspective on how much impact you're having with people. How you are creating significance in the world. Uh, think of this stuff as a gauge to measure how effective you are in being of service to people, empowering them to thrive. Visualize this at the very outset of your music creation and steep this into everything you create Intertwine it into the, the fabric of your ethos. This is, in my opinion, how to think bigger. How will people feel when they listen to your music? What memories will they create? What experiences will they have that will forever they will carry with them? What stories will they tell over and over again as they recount the memories around this first time they heard your song? Focus outward at the right time and focus inward at the right time. A lot of the time we get this backwards. For example, if people are not responding to you and none of the markers for success we discussed so far seem to be on point, then instead of focusing outwardly on circumstance and blaming situations and people for not getting it, uh, putting effort towards changing them, turn your focus inward and ask yourself, what you are missing. Ask yourself what you have to be and who you have to be and what you have to do to create impact. Money is a method of voting. Attention is a method of voting. They're feedback mechanisms to let you know whether or not people are affected by what you are creating. 
If you don't have either, it's not everyone else's responsibility to figure out why and change so that you can have more of what you want. It's your responsibility to turn an introspective eye and ask questions of yourself in an effort to understand how to better create significance with people. Focus outward at the right time. There's certain circumstances when people want to pull you down, when what you are doing is creating significance with people, yet there is a resistance to it. So people project limiting beliefs onto you in an effort to resist their own urge to grow, in an effort to resist having to step up to their own challenge and break through their own limiting beliefs. Perhaps you're putting out ideas that are creating a dialogue and discussion that is requiring a substantial group of people to think critically on an issue, all this because of a message you put out in your music. So maybe there's a substantial amount of people being aggressive towards you because they don't like your viewpoint. In a circumstance like this, you get to decide how you interpret what's happening. An honest interpretation comes from a place of healthy self-worth, authenticity, and compassion. Then you must ask questions and come from a place that Stephen Covey describes in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, as seeking first to understand, then be understood. Properly focusing outward to understand people's motives and limiting beliefs and just why they think the way they think. Understand that in a situation like this, when people are striking you down, it has much more to do with what they are saying about themselves and not so much what they're actually saying about you. So that's a whole lot on ways that we can reframe how we think about things and focus our minds and efforts in the right places. Now I quickly want to talk about another powerful way to set ourselves up to think bigger. That's putting yourself around people who are going to challenge you. Put yourself around people who are going to hold you high. Put yourself around people who are going to ask tough questions of you. Put yourself around people who will hold you accountable. Put yourself around people who are big thinkers, big doers, and accomplish big things. This is exactly why I make the claim that my internship, which evolved into my first studio gig as an assistant engineer, was one of the most beneficial things in my music career because this put me in direct proximity to some of the biggest thinkers and biggest players in the music industry. I got to work alongside them, be mentored by them, and observe how they handled their business and, and made great records alongside some very influential recording artists. I got paid to do this, and I came away with some amazing friendships as well. Then 11 months ago, I sent an email to podcast host and now New York Times bestselling author Lewis Howes, which set into motion a chain of events that empowered me to do a 180 on the then not-so-great trajectory of my life. Without going into too much of a story about it, I've been dealing with some burnout for quite a while, falling into a rut and struggling to find passion for what I was doing, even though it was something that I had a passion for. 
Through Lewis, I was introduced to a group of big thinkers and big doers. I got involved and enrolled in some very powerful experiential self-improvement workshops and yet again formed some amazing relationships with mentors and change makers that broadened my way of thinking and supported me in breaking through my limiting beliefs and allowed me to yet again observe a group of high-performing action takers while they were creating an impact. They say that you are most like the five people you spend the most time with. So if you want to think big and achieve big things, then put yourself around people who think big and achieve big things. It makes a strong impression on you when you see someone go from idea to profit in a matter of weeks. It shows you what's possible and makes you reconsider what you think are your limitations or reasons why you can't. When I'm around people like this, it has an immediate effect on me. I suddenly become bolder, more empowered, more relentless. I think much, much bigger and you know, I get results. So that's it. There's the brainstorm. How big are you thinking? How can you think bigger? And in true nature of these 15-minute mixdowns, I'm all about some form of actionable takeaway. So let's try to get into that for a second. Let's come up with three ways that you might be able to think bigger. So let's see. One, I would say reframe your thought process. Ask yourself questions. Turn an introspective eye. Two, put yourself around big thinkers who are going to challenge you, ask challenging questions of you, hold you accountable, and live an example of creating significance. Three, enroll in experiential workshops that challenge you, empower you to transcend your limiting beliefs, and that further connects you with big thinkers and big achievers. If any of this has resonated with you and you would like to get some more recommendations or even share some recommendations for ways to think bigger, then get in touch with me because I really want to form a dialogue with you about all this. I want to hear your story. I want to get your advice and I do want to have the opportunity to share more thoughts with you. So if this resonated with you and you want to have that dialogue with me, I would love to do it. Go over to my contact page on my website at johnstinson.com slash contact. That's J-O-N-S-T-I-N-S-O-N dot com slash contact. There's no H in John. Send me a message. Uh, please do that because I really do want to hear from you. And I, I would love to create a dialogue with you. I'm really fired up about the possibility of doing that and would love to hear from you. So that's it. As music creators, we have an incredible opportunity for influence and empowerment to literally save lives and to create monumental significance in the world. It all starts with thinking bigger and acknowledging the power of our creations uh, acknowledging the power of our music 
and living our artistic visions. This has been episode 26 of The Modern Recordist and another edition of the 15-Minute Mixdown. We are officially at the halfway point for the year, the first year of uh, this weekly podcast. So that's 26 out of 52 episodes. We were halfway through our first year of podcasting. And so far, putting out this podcast week after week has been an amazing experience. I've personally connected with many of you and heard some amazing stories, and I've gotten some incredible feedback about what you are getting out of this show, and it's literally given me chills. So I I feel extremely blessed that this show is creating meaning with so many people, and I'm really excited about my own uh, personal self-growth and even like the things that I've learned so far by doing this. It's been really profound and amazing. So let's team up and do a big push. Uh, the Modern Recordist launched, you know, it, it's gotten off to a great start with all of this, and I'm really excited about it. And we started in the second half of 2015. Uh, we launched last June. So let's bring it into 2016 with a bang. Let's double down on the trajectory of the show. So if you are getting something out of this podcast, support the show by making sure it gets out to as many people as possible so that we can all continue to learn and grow and enjoy our journey of self-empowerment together. The bigger this podcast audience gets, the easier it is for us to continue to put out shows each week and continue to look for great guests and continue to broadcast inspiring ideas around creating art that creates an impact in the world and a general message of empowerment around that. So, you know, it's all for free. It's all straight to your mobile device, all for free. So um, if you're getting something out, um, make sure that you you do support us by getting this word out about this show. And, you know, some, some specific ways that you can do that is by leaving a rating and review on iTunes. Good ratings and reviews make sure that we get in front of as many people as possible on the iTunes charts. So jump over to iTunes, search for The Modern Recordist, and leave us a rating and review. And if this is the first time that you've you've joined us on The Modern Recordist, make sure you get subscribed in iTunes. You, you don't want to miss any episodes. So take care of that by tapping that little subscribe button on your podcast app or wherever you see it. Get on iTunes, hit subscribe, uh, stay with us. Because we've got a lot of great stuff planned. This show has been amazing so far, and you don't want to miss out on that. And I would say the final way that you can support this podcast, helping us to 10x the amount of people that we've reached so far, is by sharing The Modern Recordist with a few of your friends. There's all kinds of share buttons on your podcast app um, that make sure... It's it's super simple for you to do it. So click or tap those buttons and share away. Okay, as always, thanks for listening and for your amazing support of this podcast. Thanks for all the feedback. Keep that coming. I'm finding it very valuable. Thank you for making this show amazing. And until next week, you know exactly what to do. Go live your extraordinary life of an artistic visionary and create something impactful in the world.